Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillan, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And uh, I actually haven't done one of these Talking Wealth podcasts for quite a while. And we've uh, had a bit of issues with one of our recording computers. So if it sounds a little bit different than normal, we're trying to sort all that out. We've had a computer failure, etc. So, But anyway, today I really wanted to talk about uh, day trading. Because obviously, not obviously, we often get... <laughs> called by people uh, it is so common it's not funny people going yeah i want to day trade and so i thought well well why don't we talk a little bit about it and uh you know because you may yourself have ever or may have considered day trading yourself so what i'm going to do is a is a two-part podcast series here so this is part one of um ever considered day trading and then i'll do part two obviously um from that just to keep them short otherwise this would be half an hour long so the the question is, is the lure of day trading and all the perceived bounty of earning the big bucks um, by day, day trading and traveling the world and trading while sitting on the beach is really quite attractive for many would-be day traders. Uh, and it's pretty common. This is sort of things that people say, oh, I'd love to better um, sit on the beach and trade the market or just trade anywhere in the world. And, you, and in theory, absolutely, you can do that. Uh, but you might remember one of my podcasts, my previous podcasts, where I actually talked about the movie The The Wolf of Wall Street. And it shows that um, Jordan Belfort's you know, meteoric rise and this dazzling crash back to earth. And a lot of people look at that and say, day trading, wow. And they see movies like that or Wall Street uh, and some of those. And they mistakenly believe that day trading and what it promises is the only way to really trade the markets. And when in fact, actually, it's not necessarily the majority of the, the best traders actually don't day trade. However, there's so much more to day trading successfully than the majority ever consider. And this would this is really what I'd like to discuss with you on this podcast on part one and part two. So we know why people want to day trade. You know, it's about making money. But how do you become successful at it? Now, step one, number one is to get a reality check. And that's really, really quite simple And that 90% of traders either do not make money or they lose money in the markets. And this is a statistic I've been talking about for 20 years and, and it is just so common. It is absolutely not funny now. And, and I people, people hear me say it, but I don't think, uh, from my experience, I don't think that many people believe the actual figure now that the figure is that 90 percent either don't make money or, or lose money only 10 percent break even so 80 percent lose 10 percent break even about 10 percent of traders are those that actually make consistent profits over the longer term and i and and from my experience i find that most people don't ever believe that they'll be in that 90 percent that don't make money they believe that they're smart enough or they're successful enough current in their current jobs or they're or whatever, whatever the, the the feeling or the emotion is that they never, they always think they're never going to be part of that ninety percent. But the chances, if you're looking at day trading right now, is that the ninety percent chance you're not going to be able to do it properly. Uh, and that's the clear, hard fact. And I know it sounds a bit um, harsh, but that's what I mean by getting a reality check. You got to approach it as if you've got to do everything you can so you're not part of that ninety percent. So. The question to ask yourself is, what are you doing that will put you in the top 10% of the traders? Now, I'm not being rude here. I don't mean to be rude here. However, I've heard so many people tell me that they're day traders or want to be day traders. And yet, when I kept asking, when I asked them more questions, they were really a car crash waiting to happen. And you, you, you probably know people like this yourself. If you think back, some, some of the people that, that you may know that have always get rich quick schemes, etc., etc. Um, so what are you doing right now? 
to ensure that you're successful. So to be successful, the question becomes is, what is it the top 10% of traders actually do to ensure that they are successful? Or another way to look at it is find out what the 90% of those who are unsuccessful, or the failures, so to speak, will find out what the 90% do and don't do that. Now, can I say that if 90% fail, then all you need to do is look at all the websites out there and go to all the bookshops and look at the books on trading and pretty much ignore the majority of what is taught. Now, it is interesting how many people we get coming to us and, and ringing and saying, yeah, I've been surfing the web and I've been reading books. Well, that's what the 90% do. And it's one of those people think that they're, they're trying to do it the best way, but they're actually doing what the 90% do and then they'll get what the 90% get. That makes sense? So you've got to do something really, really different. So if you're looking at the web all the time and trying to learn off the web, then you're part of that 90% right right now. And as I said, I don't want to be rude to people, but that's pretty much what it is. So it just makes sense that if 90% fail, and this is how the majority of them learn, then to be successful, all you do is go down a different road. And that's your choice. After all, you do get what everybody else gets. If you do what everybody else does, you'll get what everybody else has. Now, word of warning. Um, for day trading is a lot of these websites and books etc talk about indicators and, and indicators are really big on these websites and in books and as, that, as they're really easy to teach and sound super fancy and sexy that they'll make lots of money for you but they really are a recipe for disaster because basically they do or what they do to would-be traders is that they have have them focus on the price action in the um, sorry rather than have them focus on the price action in the forms of bars and candlesticks on the charts um, and more importantly, the story that the story that the bar carts and the candlesticks charts are telling you, your attention is actually placed firmly on analysing, understanding, an indicator. Now, indicators are really derived from price action, and as a result, are really lagging the current price action. And worse still, indicators do have a tendency to conflicting each other. This is a huge problem. So if you're confused when you're looking at them, then you're not alone. In fact, it's really, really common that you get conflicting indicators all the time. And that's exactly why I don't use them in my trading. So when it comes to trading, it really does matter if you have a preference. It doesn't, sorry, it doesn't really matter if you have a preference for bar charts or candlestick charts, as both will tell you pretty much whether the buyers or sellers are in control. Pretty much they tell you the same thing. The task of a trader is to analyze the information they give in order to form a trading view, being either buying or you're selling. Now, for professional traders, they can do this in a matter of seconds in any market without the need for indicators. Again, I don't use indicators. So if I'm part of the 10% that make money, then why do a lot of people I talk to do exactly the opposite of what I do? It just doesn't make sense to me. And as I said, I'm not trying to be rude to people or even sound arrogant. It just makes sense to me. If you, if you want to make a million dollars, find a millionaire and find out what they do. If you want to learn how to lay bricks, go and find a bricklayer and do what they do. So what is a day trader? Well, a day trader is simply a person who opens a trading position with the express aim of closing that same trading position within a trading session. And now this is normally the same day, but sometimes it might be a few hours in the morning session or an afternoon session type of uh, sessions, but basically you don't hold trades overnight is pretty much a simple way of saying that. The principle applies regardless of the market you intend trading. Now the markets that you can day trade are stocks, equity indices, um, commodities, futures, money markets, currencies. Now each market has its own hours that you can trade it. For example, the foreign currency markets, although they're traded 24 hours a day, um, 20, uh, 24 hours a day, five days a week, the actual hours of trading are dissected based on the uh, based in New York Eastern Standard Time. For and for example, New York is 
Um, 18 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sydney, 5 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tokyo, 7 p.m. to 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And London, 3 a.m. to 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. So the, the nylon session is when the both the London and the New York, New, York, New York sessions are in play, which makes for the best time to trade as liquidity is at its peak. So you're getting both London and New York trading at the same time. Um, so that's when it's at, at the liquidity is at its peak. So this is also when a strong directional moves occur. Therefore, it's critical or crucial to first decide on the market you have decided to trade uh, and which, which market best suits your personality. So... That brings us to the end of part one of Ever Considered Day Trading. So uh, you've been, uh, get on to part two and have a listen to that, but you've been listening to Talking Wealth, and I'm Dale Gillam, Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services, and detailed show notes with the transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation.